Hi everyone, you're listening to episode 42 of The Cheerful Cynics with me, Pooj, and Cheese String Gaia. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast and are listening on iTunes, please rate us. Also, if you'd like to get in contact or if you have any questions, you can email us at thecheerfulcynics at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at thecheerfulcynicspodcast. How's it going, Gaia? No complaints this week, Pooj. I've been drawing a lot, which has really helped keep me sane, actually. No complaints? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I saw on, on Instagram, they're, they're really good. Uh, drawing food oh, illustrations thanks, and delicious things. Yeah, it's pretty niche because I am actually doing food illustrations or dessert stuff. Given we're in lockdown, it helps me cope with my food cravings. So I just can't help drawing because I'm always hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, should, you should plug your Instagram account. Can I? Yeah, why the hell not? You can you can pay us to advertise here. Oh, oh, is that how it works, Pooch? Yeah. So I pay you, <laughs> or do I pay myself? Yes. You take fifty percent. <laughs> oh, okay, great. <laughs> I'll give you a pound. Um, <laughs> if anyone wants to look at it, it's Gallery Gaia on Instagram. So check it out. G A I A. Yeah, Gallery G A I A. But have you heard about the con men who attempted to sell forge painting back in 2015? I want to say it was five years ago, I think. Oh, wow. Um, no, but this sounds right up my street. I know. It's really good, actually. It's a bizarre, it's a really bizarre little story and it's karma at its best. Yes. So there were two brothers from a place called Girona in Catalonia. So they had bought a Francisco Goya painting back in 2003, thinking it was genuine because it had an authenticity certificate for the artwork. Oh, cool. Goya. Yeah. I, I think I've heard of him. He's a Spanish painter, I want to yeah. say. 18th, 19th century, that guy. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're up, huge. Uh, you know, you know I, I, I can describe colours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so after buying the painting, they got some experts to look at it and to assess whether it was real or not. But sadly, it turned out that it was, you know, completely fake painting, which really sucked, actually. Well, yeah, but that's weird, though, right? Why would you get experts to look at it after you've bought it? Right. Right. Is that maybe I'm just really wild, but that doesn't sound <laughs> right to me. No, it's like buying a house and then getting a surveyor to check if it's actually decent property and it has a roof or something, you know? Why would you not check before? What's wrong with you? Exactly. (laughs) I'm no art collector, but I can tell you now, that doesn't sound like a good plan. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So what did they do? Uh, Did they sue? I I would have been so annoyed, right? Yeah. Oh God, me too. I imagine it wasn't like an eBay purchase that you can just kind of cancel midway. Yeah, exactly. I think the full price was 270,000 euros. Ooh. Yeah, so that is not an eBay purchase, like you said. Not just pocket change, right? Imagine dropping that much money on something and basically (laughs) finding out that you got a low-resolution copy on like some gloss paper. (laughs) (laughs) Almost 300 grand, and then, yeah, it's paper. So they did take it to the courts, like you said, and they were said that they could keep the painting for the the 20,000 euro deposit that they'd already paid instead of paying the full price of... 270,000 euros. Ooh, sounds like a bargain. <laughs> but then, <laughs> but then, then again, it sounds like quite an expensive poster, right? Yeah. Uh, what are they going to do with it? Just stick it on the fridge or like use it as a dartboard? Yeah, I'd go crazy. So what happened? Did they just hold on to it for a few years, turn it into a plane, chuck it out the window? Yeah, so these very ethical brothers thought they should sell on this painting and not bother mentioning the fact that it was not really authentic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they basically dusted off the same authenticity certificate that fooled them and managed to get in touch with an Arab sheikh who was interested in the painting, luckily. 
Yeah, those cheeky sods. <laughs> but also, I imagine that Arab Sheikh has got tons of money to burn. Yeah, money bags. Yeah, the brothers probably thought the same, though. You know, that same stereotype. I mean, they were looking to sell the painting for 4 million euros, Booge, so... 4 million euros? Yeah. What the hell? That's some tasty profit. And uh, <laughs> quite an inspiring business model, might I add. Right? I mean, the margins are pretty insane, considering they bought it for only 20 grand and they want to sell it for 4 million. <laughs> yeah, it's brave to mess with a sheikh, you know, especially oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, something tells me they weren't successful, otherwise they wouldn't be on this podcast, right? Yeah, well, you know we love these kind of stories on our podcast. <laughs> so, with all of these types of sales, there's a broker involved between the brother and the sheikh. So, that person's basically a middleman that sets up the deal and takes a nice commission afterwards. Ooh, I bet someone can earn quite a lot of commission on $4 million worth of painting. Hell yeah, this guy was charging, I think it was 300 grand for setting oh. up the deal. Nice. Handshaking. Do you have Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Actually, this guy sounds like he's got an inspiring business model. That's what we need to replicate. <laughs> forget the <right>? other ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. In order to get this all going, the brothers borrow the 300 grand from her friend, you know, as you do. 300 grand? My friends wouldn't do that. I don't think I have any friends that have that much moolah lying around, Pooch. <laughs> I was going to ask you for the money. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Cheers. So anyway, these brothers make their way over to Switzerland with the 300 grand in hand to see this middleman and make the exchange. And they hand over the money and they receive 1.7 million Swiss francs, which is about like one and a half million euro. Ooh. And that's the deposit of the painting. That's insane. How on earth can anyone bring that sort of money into a country? I just, I have no right. idea how that works. Yeah, I know. Also, imagine somebody giving you that much money. Just saying, oh, there you go. Here's, here's a big old briefcase. I Enjoy. Know. <laughs> you, know, you feel like a Bond villain walking around with something like that, right? <laughs> I think you found your dodgy calling, Pooch. <laughs> this is what you're made for. <laughs> yeah. They made some serious profit on this painting. So uh, <laughs> what happened to the cash? I'm inspired. Oh, God. Well, um, because it was all in Swiss francs, they headed over to the bank while they were in Switzerland to kind of pay it in into euros, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. So remember how I was saying that this is a karma story? Oh, no. <laughs> well. <laughs> I do, yes. These smart, smart brothers. It turns out that they had actually received photocopied notes. Photocopied notes? So the money was fake. Oh, no. Yeah, they got fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> so they get fake money for a fake painting. I mean, what do you yeah. expect? It's like fraud inception, right? <laughs> How deep does this thing go? Like, were they really brothers as well? Was that fake as well? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like layers of an onion pooch. You know, after each layer, there's a fraud. It makes me cry a little bit more. <laughs> it just gets worse and worse as you go down. Oh, Brutal. <laughs> Also, when you think it can't get any worse, the brothers were detained at the French border when customs found the fake notes. Ooh. Yeah. That's not good. I know. Getting arrested but then, wh for that. What happened to the other guys? The Sheikh and the middleman both disappeared with the full 300,000 euro and they were never to be seen again. I mean, who knows? Maybe that was the same person. Maybe there weren't two people. The middleman was the Sheikh. I don't Ooh. know. But these brothers were then charged with attempted fraud, so did not go well in this story. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But also not surprising though, right? It's a high-risk game. Oh yeah, high-risk, high-reward. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely a shame for these guys. No reward. It's a case of uh, <laughs> bad luck followed by greed. Insane greed. This is ridiculous. What did they expect? 
yeah, it's, exactly. karma. it's karma. If you were, if you had this fake painting, how would you avoid being scammed? I probably would have gotten someone to look at it before I paid for it, especially if I'm going to spend that much money. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's quite, it's quite smart, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, this whole story would not have happened if they just got someone in to look at the the painting before they bought it in the first place. Get it appraised beforehand. Yeah, it's such a genius idea, right? I know, stupid. Just what make the hell? Sure it's worth it, Jesus. you know. But I, I'm not cut out for that kind of stuff, Pooch. I wouldn't be able to go to Switzerland and borrow 300k for my friends and blah, blah, blah. Nah, I couldn't yeah, do that. Yeah, that's the thing. I think pranks are way more manageable, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, what's the difference between a, a con and a prank? Well, a con is it's more negative. So a con is for money or some kind of gain. It's like somebody gets hurt or loses out, whereas a prank is just doing stuff for like shits and giggles. I mean, someone might feel a bit crap, but they don't really lose anything. Yeah, that's true. Nobody's getting hurt, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Reminds me of my favorite prankster. Oh, you have a favorite prankster? <laughs> yeah, I think I do. Well, now okay. I do. Okay, <laughs> all um, right then. <laughs> have you heard of a guy called Horace Devere Cole? He's got an amazing name, right? He has what a, great a name! <laughs> so this guy was born in 1881 in Ireland to quite a wealthy family. Okay. And he's also quite smart because he ended up going to Cambridge, and like from what I've read, all he did was just play pranks on people. Is that his life? Yeah. That that is his life. I, I can't find oh anything on his career or what he did. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. <laughs> okay. No wonder you really like him, Pooch. It's like a spirit animal or something. You know, some of the smartest people are the funniest, to be fair. Thank you very much. Thank you. I wasn't I wasn't complimenting you, Pooch. <laughs> I was talking about this guy. Horace. Sorry, thankfully you cut out. I just heard the lovely compliment. Oh god, whatever. <laughs> so what did our friend Horace get up to? So much. Apparently there were hundreds of pranks that he pulled. Um, but one of my favorites is where on occasion he'd go to the butchers and purchase a cow udder and then he'd wander the streets with it poking out through the fly in his trousers <gasps> what the fuck <laughs> what the hell's wrong with him are you serious oh god he must that's disgusting Pooge. what the fuck he must have yeah. gotten arrested for that though imagine walking down the road and seeing oh fuck off what the hell man <laughs> just flopping around in the wind no it's jesus it, but the best bit was is when he thought that enough people had been mortified by his actions he'd uh, cut off the dangling member with a pair of scissors while people watched oh fuck off why are you telling me that can we just i don't like this episode <laughs> fuck off. why are you telling me this this is literally nightmare fuel what the hell imagine seeing someone basically castrate themselves with <laughs> a pair of rusty scissors this is not cool no. i know but it's this so nasty yeah but so hilarious oh god i bet it would have been impossible not to watch oh speak for yourself you sick bastard <laughs> like of course you would watch that jesus i can't believe you're telling me this though i need to erase it from my mind fine 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 let's move on to another one so what okay. something else that you did another time cole bought eight front row tickets to a highly praised play to do what with i mean that's a lot of tickets, though. Also quite pricey if it's highly praised. It's, it's like buying eight front row tickets to the Book of Mormon or something, right? Ooh, Jesus. So pricey. So pricey. God, where's that Swiss broker when I need him? He might have all that money for me. Yeah. <laughs> Give me those tickets. Mr. Shea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need eight tickets, please. <laughs> yeah. So why did he buy all of these tickets anyway? Did he just have a nap across the front or something? What's the point? Put his feet up. <laughs> yeah. No, so he gave all eight tickets to eight bold men. And okay. he painted a letter on each of their heads. Okay. And the word spelled bollocks. 
<laughs> so <laughs> sitting in the front row and their heads just spelt out the word bollocks and audience members were laughing hysterically throughout the play and the cast had no idea what was going on. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Yeah, so for those of you who might not know the British phrase, I guess in this instance, it would mean that he would be suggesting that the play was crap, really bad. Yeah, I hope they had hats Jeez. on. And then they just kind of did the the big reveal halfway through the play at the saddest part. God. <laughs> like if someone was dying and then it's like, bollocks! Yeah. <laughs> it's genius, right? <laughs> oh. Another one of my favourite coal pranks happened in 1910. Seems like he dedicated most of his adult life doing these pranks, Pooj. Yeah, pretty much. This is why he is my spirit animal, like you said. Oh, God. <laughs> so Cole and a few friends got together. And one of his mm. friends happened to be the author Virginia Woolf. Just oh, wow. One of those things. And yeah. um, they went to a theatrical costume maker and got uh -huh. some outfits made out to look like members of the Abyssinian royal family. Basically part of the Ethiopian empire. So they wore around 500 pounds worth of jewellery, which in today's money is worth about 60,000 pounds. They dropped 60k just for a prank. Wait, oh, that doesn't yeah. even include the, the, the actual clothes. That's just the jewellery. Yeah, right. What the fuck? That's <laughs> so crazy. His family must be loaded for him to be able to do that, Pooj. Yeah, I think they're all loaded. Imagine if you dropped that much money and your mum's like, what is this on the bank account statement? Where yeah, did exactly. this money go? What the hell's wrong with you? That's pure insanity, but also dedication. So I kind of admire it. Yeah, but, 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 but. They were also pretending to be from Africa. So as you can imagine, okay. there was some uh, questionable makeup that was also applied, let's say. Oh, no. No, no, no. Mm. No, yeah. that's not cool. Yeah. Oh, God. Thankfully, that would not fly today. So what was the point in <laughs> dressing up like this and just being really offensive to everyone? <laughs> I mean, I hope there's no others, Pooge. Well, you're in luck. <laughs> no, there isn't. <laughs> oh, God. You're okay. traumatized now, right? <laughs> I know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if everyone else listening was traumatized too. Jesus. Ah, it's fine. It was fine. Ah. But back to this particular prank. One of the group had a cousin that worked on the HMS Dreadnought. HMS Dreadnought? What a name. What a name, right? You yeah. know it's going to be something killer with a name yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so at the time, it was the most technologically advanced ship that had been built. It was essentially the state-of-the-art military vessel. Okay. So they got a friend to send a message to the HMS Dreadnought saying that the Abyssinians wanted to visit. Oh my god, the balls on these people, seriously. Jesus. The udders. The udders on these people, oh guy. Oh god, fuck off, <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> but surely the Navy would have said no, right? They would have done some kind of due diligence on these people. No, not at all. The oh Navy god. just welcomed these guys on board. So they've got the most technologically advanced vessel, and thanks to a costume maker and a poor choice of face paint, what the hell? You just get away with anything in the old days, right? You get away with anything, oh right? Oh, God. They were formally greeted with the wrong national anthem. You know, oh, like, whoops. God, Jesus. But... My skin is crawling. Yeah. Oh, I can't handle this. <laughs> oh, no. And they basically walked around yeah. the ship. They inspected the fleet and spoke to um, all the people there, basically in gibberish. What? Uh, which turned out to be a mix of Greek and Latin. Oh, this just gets cringier Ooh. and cringier. They would use the phrase bunga bunga to show amusement and appreciation. Oh, fuck off. Are you serious? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the hell? This is... This is so fucked up. Uh, I knew you'd like this story. This is not okay. They even dished out fake military honours to some of the officers as they're walking around. Holy hell. <laughs> I can't handle this, Pooj. I mean, tell me the crew didn't buy this shit. This is ridiculous. Yeah, of course they bought it. 
Um, and they weren't found out on the day either. Mm. So when news of the prank was eventually leaked, Cole sent a picture of, the, of this fake royal family to the Daily Mail <laughs> and the Navy briefly became an object of ridicule. Oh, uh, yeah. What would you expect? Do some due diligence. Bunga bunga. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean... What would you expect? Of course, of course, you'd be fools to buy into that. That's so stupid. Do you know, what? I'm sure the Navy really enjoyed that. They tried to get Cole and the gang arrested, but technically, none of them had broken any laws. Ah, oh, history. Where laws were just so blurry, or not even in existence, to be fair. I mean, if that happened now, he would have been arrested after the fucking Udder incident, I'm sure. Must have been. Yeah, exactly, right? Bunga, bunga. Jesus. It's crazy. You could get away with so many strange things back then. They got away with dressing up like that painting their faces and saying bunga bunga and getting on the navy <laughs> like shit yeah no it's sixty thousand pounds worth of jewelry this it's like a completely different world <laughs> like it obviously it kind of was a different time but it just feels like a different universe you know where this was okay <laughs> so there was no punishment whatsoever then well because they couldn't get them arrested cole and his friends uh, with the exception of virginia wolf were subjected to a symbolic thrashing on the buttocks by junior Royal Navy officers. They got spanked. They got spanked by the Navy. <laughs> Obviously, except for Virginia Woolf, the lady. That's weird. Yeah. I'm really glad we don't have corporal punishment anymore, actually. So. Well, you never know. They might bring you back. <laughs> well, if anyone gets any others and does anything stupid like that, maybe they should. So, Pooj, does this mean you're going to be pranking a lot more when you come out of lockdown? Maybe. But, okay, I'll start pranking more if you start drawing more udders for your Instagram. I'm not udders. We shall never say the word udder ever again on this podcast. Can we make that promise, please? Because that does not need to be on the airwaves. I promise it will never be uddered. Oh, God. Fuck off, Pooch. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share with your friends. Remember, you can find us on Instagram at the Cheerful Cynics podcast or get in touch by emailing us at the Cheerful Cynics at gmail.com. Have a good week wherever you are. Bye. 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 Oh, 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 oh,